0: Welcome back to What is Maven. I forgot to start the intro. <laughs> this is great. Welcome back to What is Maven, the podcast for real estate professionals and entrepreneurs to release their creative spirit.
1: I'm she s- printed it on my on my contact. <laughs> She's reading through my eyes.
0: <laughs> I'm one host, Amara Andrew.
1: And I am one host, Jeff Serres.
0: We are the hosts. Welcome back. Or welcome if this is your first time. It's
1: I mean it could only be your second time because this is the second most episode.
0: I keep touching the mic to my lips on
1: accident. It's fine. It's just that mm. But yeah, this is the second episode of the show and yes. today we are talking about how influencers are dead. Influencers, why can't I say it?
0: Fucking influences <laughs> are dead. What do you not understand?
1: But yeah, we're talking about influencers influencers are
0: Okay, so he let's just turn you off. So we're going to talk today about how influencers are dead. <laughs>
1: and the iron law of stardom. Yes. And how you can avoid falling into that trap. Yes. It is, Um, it's sort of timely based on some things that we've seen recently. Yeah, this is
0: kind of what inspired it. Inspired.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, just really quickly, the iron law of stardom being that you have three years, three years of stardom, and that is an iron law that has been shown proven true for a very long time. The concept...
0: Scary. So in any discipline, no matter what, like there is just a three-year period. Like tech, entertainment, sports, sports, (laughs) sports. Oh, we're having trouble today. Yeah,
1: so uh, just for the (laughs) quick... Just for a quick <laughs> overview of what it is, is the three years, but we're going to dive Except deep and explain really what it is, what it means to you and how you can avoid it. But quickly, <laughs> will you um, explain where this came from and how it applies to a very specific person? I don't know why I'm saying it that way. I was trying to...
0: You're not being queek. <laughs> <laughs> So on Instagram, or I'm sorry, Instagram. So now you understand. <laughs> it's okay. It's a little early. It's like noon. Tweetly, tweetly. So on Instagram the other day, I was scrolling through. Well, I I never scroll on social media ever just because I don't enjoy it personally. It just, it's a time suck except for TikTok. I do enjoy TikTok. But besides that, I was on Instagram because I was posting something And I saw a post. I forgot I followed Lady Gaga on there just because their algorithm sucks ass. The Instagram. The Instagram. (sighs) Should we just delete this
1: episode? (laughs) No, this is good. But I've talked to... (laughs) So,
0: So on Instagram, I saw a post. It was from Lady Gaga. And mind you, I hadn't scrolled for a long time. So I had no idea. It was a post, a sponsored ad from Lady Gaga for a drug called Nertek not a sponsor. It was the weirdest thing. And I was like, is this a joke? And I, so I went to the comments immediately because that's what you do. And everyone's like, what is happening? What is this? They thought it was an like all the super fans thought it was a, an ad for the Chromatica ball tour or something like that. Cause there's like a DVD supposed to be announced. And everyone was like, what the fuck are you doing? Was basically the feeling. So then I went through her most recent post to be like, okay, is this something new? Is this something that she's been doing?" and i saw that before that all of like most of her posts were just advertisements for her cosmetic line house of gaga or what or house labs i don't know i'm not familiar with it so i was just like this is really weird like this doesn't feel like gaga so then i brought it up to him and then i was like i remember i saw the same exact ad from chloe kardashian a long time ago. This was like last year or something like that. So it was just really weird. But anyway, yeah. so this brought up the idea of the Iron Law of Stardom. Yeah,
1: because I've always used Lady Gaga as the example recently for the Iron Law because she had her window where, let me just actually read the quote from the person who sort of coined this term. It was like 25 years ago that he wrote this article. So yeah, the but article was published in the
0: Unor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so stardom is the condition where the star penetrates reality so thoroughly that you feel you can no more escape it than oxygen. Then suddenly, there's different oxygen. And I think that really encapsulates this and with Gaga specifically because she she took all the oxygen. That was it. She was everywhere and everything for a window of time. And she is still very successful. But she is not just grabbing all of that oxygen in the room that she once was
0: yes so that's the difference i read in a separate article to prepare that somebody described it as the difference between stardom which is when someone is just everywhere you can't escape them versus somebody being a star so they described it as (laughs) so they described it as good god and i'm talking to them So (laughs) so they described it as at a restaurant, this is
1: episode two. We're we're, oh we're getting God. this this uh, this dynamic duo figured out.
0: <laughs> Shape of bucket of water. Ah, my nails. <laughs> um, so the person who I read the separate article to talk about the iron law of stardom, they identified it as if you are in a restaurant. The difference between stardom and being a star is when you are sitting there with your dinner compatriots and you are talking about a celebrity. That is the stardom meaning you can't escape it. It's in the news. It's the person or whatever is everywhere, and that is like the hot topic. Versus if you look across the restaurant and you're like, "Holy shit, that's Lady Gaga." That is a star where like you weren't talking about her other than this Nertech thing, which was super weird. But that is the difference. Um, and like in the article, because the article is from 1997, so it's it's a little dated. But like the the core theory of it is timeless
1: yeah the premise and even the the references even though the references were more timely then
0: yeah so that's what i was going to get to is like he used
1: uh that's why we're here because we are bringing we're i think we even just it doesn't even matter like what he said like we're just moving it up to today with lady gaga with the kardashians with Mm -hmm. maybe your favorite influencers in whatever vertical you're in could be entrepreneurship could be real estate could be anything Mm -hmm. like basically is it okay to zoom forward a little bit yeah so like just thinking that the whole thing is understanding that this window exists and how it's been proven time and time again. So, like, what are some other examples, I guess, of well, this? so three that's years? what I was gonna get yeah. to. But, like, even just, yeah, your own example. So, examples.
0: one of them was the Beatles, where they sub. We should have just identified this in the beginning, also, just like talked about the article and then provide our own. Well, we'll figure it out. We're figuring it out. Oh, yeah. um, but yeah, and like- one of the things was the Beatles, where. It's this, so the author, I forget his name, but he states that it's this three-year window, and then after that, you're essentially just kind of obsolete. Like, you still exist, and people know you, but it's kind of like, oh, whatever happened to Tom, Dick, or Harry? And
1: it's, you're an animated relic, which I thought was an amazing quote. So, like, the person still exists. There's Mm -hmm. still that, but you're an animated relic of the past.
0: So then there's the three-year window, and then sometimes, very rarely, people have been able to reinvent themselves to have another three-year window so one of the main ones which i thought was a really great example was the beatles because obviously they started as like the fab four the mop top crew whatever mop top crew whatever the fuck you want to call them but then after that they got like hippie dippy sergeant pepper kind of vibes which it was three years like it was a six-year period technically speaking but it was very separate three-year periods very different
1: styles <laughs> and she says obviously Probably, obviously, for people of a certain age, it means nothing to me.
0: Are you saying I'm 100? I'm younger <laughs> no, than no, no. you.
1: <laughs> no, but I only mean like that reference to me is like, I don't, I know the Beatles just as the Beatles. So like, it doesn't, it doesn't play for me as well, say, in the two well, windows It depends for on them. how
0: into music you are, though, because you don't care about anything old.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... But that's where, like, so moving it to Lady Gaga, moving it to the Kardashians, moving it to other people and how they reinvented themselves. And what does this mean for you? That's really the big thing. Mm -hmm. So what is it? Like no one, you're not probably trying to be the Beatles and you're probably not trying to be Lady Gaga.
0: No, but to not, you can be many different things. So one of the things that we were also talking about when we went on a sushi run (laughs) was how just even personally, we've reinvented ourselves. Just like, I mean, we're not, any level of anything but just i was in academia for forever essentially and then it was like okay well this sucks what can i do now and then it was like oh well now this is maven like that is what we're doing so uh just don't be afraid to reinvent yourself i guess yeah
1: i mean that's very important but and even just knowing that so what you're doing now there's a there's a few different ways that i think this really applies That's like really important to note. Mm -hmm. So the animated relic, I think, I, I just want to touch on that real quick because you can just think back to any of the influencers, any of the performers, the artists, the musicians, like all these things, like maybe like me, I was into metal in the like early 2000s. So there's bands like Papa Roach and Disturbed and all these bands that at that time were everything in that scene they took up all the oxygen, and so many people would be at every show and see them all the time. Now it's fun to look back on those songs, maybe to go to a show now and then, but they're an animated relic of the past. They are still in existence, but they're not, they're not gobbling up the air. They're not gobbling up new real estate, <laughs> but new real estate in the music industry. Because they're performing what they did before to the people who loved them before, which is something to keep in mind. It doesn't, it doesn't matter as much that they're now this animated relic. The thing that matters is that if they're going to keep doing what they're doing, they're selling to the same people, and they need to recognize that.
0: Because that's like the Deadheads. That was the first thing that I thought about too. We're like,
1: is that Grateful Dead? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: But right, yeah, you still have so many fucking people that show up, but then it's the community that you're building. Like this touches on so many different things and it touches on our topic for next week, uh, where you have like your dedicated loyal following and they'll follow you anywhere. Like as long as you're still providing what you're kind of promising them and like just upholding that and just being able to be like, yeah, like we're all, we're all in this together.
1: So what, examples came to mind for you the listener the viewer the whatever like i would like to know we'd both like to know like in the comments below youtube preferably if you're listening on uh, listening on any podcast app if you jump over to youtube if you go to whatismaven.com podcast you can find the youtube um video right there and comment below here because that'll be the easiest spot to uh, have everything together i know this show doesn't have it's brand new we don't have like a big audience or anything but we're we're sort of uh, using this as our example on how we're building and growing with time. But I'd love to know what maybe bands, artists, musicians, authors, anything come to mind for you that are still in your world, but... Even can... my favorite band. Yeah, but, I was, but, but you can look back on the window. So what are you thinking of?
0: Well, I was thinking of the horrors because uh-huh. they had a very specific time window. Like they're still making music and doing a bunch of wonderful things, but they're all kind of doing their own things now like each of the members and they really had this like sweet spot window where their first album came out i think it was 2006 i think it was strange house i don't remember my god i haven't thought about this in a really long time but just you saying that it was like 2006 to 2009 and then it just kind of fell off like the excitement and that was also like my excitement too because like i loved them i was obsessed with them and now it's kind of like they still exist
1: well yeah and you didn't think of casey neistat ultra successful documentary filmmaker on YouTube. He did all these things for many years. And those of us who watched him loved what he did. Then a few years later, he decided to start daily vlogging. He reinvented what it meant to be a daily vlogger, meaning he was shooting cinematic type vlogs like he was shooting them with a three-act arc instead of just sitting in front of a computer and talking at it for an hour or whatever people would do and he ended up becoming ultra like reaching an entirely different level but the people from the beginning stuck around and then a bunch of new people came in because he reinvented himself which is so uh, important but then this leads into the next part so inevitably what happens is Someone reaches stardom, success, like prominence in whatever it is, whatever the area is, then they get imitations. There's so many imitators that just show up. And this is actually why that window is small. What are you laughing? What are you going to say?
0: I like it. I like taters.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You you like taters? (laughs) Okay, good. Sorry, folks. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of imitators. And that's actually what starts to gobble up the oxygen. So Casey Neistat, for an example, reinvented vlogging reinvented daily vlogging there was would it be a glut of vloggers Is that the right word glut sure okay there were a lot of new vloggers who all flooded into the same space because they loved what he was doing they wanted to try to do it as well but there was a window of time where people built up their following their audience their community their true fans which we'll talk about later based on the fact that other people liked what casey was doing then they were like, I want more of this. And then it's like, oh, this person does it similarly. I'm going to follow them. This person does it similarly. I'm going to follow them. But what happens is all of that oxygen gets gobbled up. And that's why the, the stardom law exists. You have a three-year window because suddenly all the imitators are there. Like maybe there's that, that movie or music or whatever it is that it, it struck a chord with people. Now there's a lot of it. So it's no longer going to have all the room to do what it does. And also times change. They t- they change in three to nine year windows dramatically. And part of the thing that, so the next part that I wanna talk about is that we don't want to be copying. Like all the people you might think of, like this is sort of geared, geared towards real estate and everything too. So the people you might think of in real estate specifically as influencers, you have to remember that they hit their stride in a certain window of time that may have been a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, whatever it is. If you're emulating them now, you're adding to the crowd. You're just part of the crowd who's doing the same thing. And this is the important part is, this is something I've talked about a lot, like with uh, sort of coaching clients and on my my other podcast and things is that if, if there's already a map, if someone is selling you the map to where you're going, that map is already out of date because now that was the path that worked for them at that time in that moment. So if you're following the same exact thing, doing the same, the same exact thing, you're not going to get the same results. And everyone else who's following the same thing will also not get the same results. But while that's happening, someone else is creating something completely new, distinctly them, who is going to be the next um, shiny object that a lot of people will chase.
0: (laughs) I just like staring at him sometimes. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, really, if you're doing the same exact thing that other people are doing, then you're not doing anything unique or different. And then it's like, well, why the fuck would I listen to this person if Bob whatever is already doing it and he's doing it really well and he's been doing it for six months now? It just doesn't make any sense where you have to do something totally different, totally unique, and also genuine to you because this can then tie into authenticity. Like if it doesn't feel right, people aren't going to want to watch it. And it's going to be like, okay, well, I think they're just doing this for the clicks or the views or whatever. And it's like, it just feels yucky. Like you totally know what I'm talking about where there's someone that you can think of where you're just like. Ew! It feels gross. Like I can think of seven different people right now where I'm like, it feels fucking gross. Like I don't like it, and it just feels so disingenuous. And it's like names. they're what
1: names? <laughs> well,
0: <Whoa. laughs> Jeff Saros over here. No, <laughs> just teasing. Nobody knows who I am. I <laughs> oh, live Jeff behind Saris. the
1: scenes. Not
0: right now, but there is just there are those people that you think about where it's just like. It just doesn't feel right and then i mean maybe it's you maybe you're just like it maybe it's me and
1: listen here you i, mean, I don't know it's
0: good to be self-aware if you're just like yeah i'm just copying exactly what shmendish is doing
1: well no but like it's easy to be a copy it's hard to be original and yeah sort of the thing when you think about it the people who get the outsized results are the leaders the people who redefine a category who really think like not to get like cliché but like outside the box like they're doing something different and they get outside results mm-hmm. and then all the followers get the scraps and those scraps only exist for a window but you think about that leader and that leader only had their window for a little bit until they redefined or re- they pivoted they changed their approach because they saw the times were changing that is something that's really hard to recognize i think mm-hmm. so like lady gaga had her music her music moment. But then we were just talking right before and you were sort of describing her other moments. She's had a couple of them because she changed with the time that she needed.
0: Yeah. Because like when I was like in high school, Gaga was just starting to like become what she was or I think The Fame was released in 2008. And that was like peak high school for me. So it was like everywhere like you could not escape Lady Gaga and I had one friend in high school who was just like beyond obsessed with her and uh, from 2008 to 2011 when I graduated it was like Gaga was just fucking everywhere like you could not get away from her which is fine because I liked the oddness but then if you notice she switched to kind of an old Hollywood actor kind of vibe which then coincided with her being in a lot more TV and film roles and stuff like that. So like American Horror Story, like 2015-ish and then through 2016 and then A Star is Born in 2018. And then it just kind of stopped after that. Like she's done other roles and things like that, but it wasn't as like... For non-Gaga fans, it didn't really reach my stratosphere. So it was just interesting because you have these two separate three-year periods And then now Gaga is like a businesswoman. So she's doing House of Gaga or whatever the fuck. House Labs. Uh, So it's just interesting how you can see these little... Everything happens in threes. Isn't that weird? Uh And that's my birthday. Well, it's
1: just (laughs) just nature too. But yeah. Yeah, You're all threes.
0: I am. I literally am all threes.
1: March 3rd, 1933.
0: Or no, 3333. I look great for (laughs) my (laughs) age. But yeah, it's weird how that happens but then if you are feeling like you're in a slump of some sort you need to just keep going and keep reinventing yourself because then it's something new and it's something fresh and maybe you're doing real estate right now cool that's awesome keep building your audience and then if you're just like you know i want to pivot to something else you can still have your audience you could become a fucking cake decorator or something like that would be
1: that would actually be really cool you could go into juggling it's something yeah, that is whatever. so polar opposite. So like, but
0: also still show that now in your content. If that's something that you enjoy, if that's like a hobby that you really well, and love. that's the perfect
1: example is doing in public. Mm-hmm. So like taking your action publicly with your audience, because it's so easy to fall into the trap of being like, oh, let's say real estate. Like I'm a realtor. I am going to try to reach buyers. Yes. I am going to talk about real estate. I am going to only be seen as a realtor. I don't want them to know that I mean I'm I'm really into magic. I I do card tricks which for all my that friends. That's embarrassing. Amazing. I don't want anyone to know. But that's the thing. That's how you get to know people. So first, there's the aspect of getting to know like and trust someone. You have to get to know them. If you're not letting anyone know you, the real you,
0: which I struggle with that 100%. We all do, though. Like we, that everyone, is so that's so difficult because I'm so Nope. Yeah, you're guarded. You didn't do social media (laughs) at all a few years ago. Doing this even, talking about my thoughts and opinions is very uncomfortable. Like this podcast is very uncomfortable for me, but I'm pushing through it with a lot of caffeine and this hunk of man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's important to do. So doing in public, and this is is also us stretching our legs and working on doing these kinds of things together and like speaking and whatnot. So this is a practice for us and you're seeing it in real time. Like-
0: Like, we're literally just figuring this out as we go. Yeah, like, we know how to do it,
1: (laughs) but we don't know how to do this together. We've never done this kind of thing together. We
0: also have our own, like you mentioned at the top, we have our own separate podcasts. So, like, he talks to people and I don't talk to anybody. (laughs) Well,
1: I interview people and you talk to the camera.
0: Yeah, so it's very different. So, us trying to even figure out our dynamic on this kind of a platform because... Essentially this is just how we talk in private, but it's it's a little different. So this is how we talk
1: in private by twenty three forty two into the episode. At the beginning, (laughs) we're warming up and like we're both sort of like like we could tell this this episode. I was like, I wanna go this way and you were like, I wanna go this way, even though we discussed it before. Yeah. So like we we were you probably saw we were a little at odds about where this was going.
0: Yeah, we're trying to figure out, okay, well, where are you going? Because you are much more like you have what you want to talk about where i'm like well yeah i'll just kind of yeah i had a
1: little more of a vision for this yeah and i'm like but so before we get too far from it (laughs) i wanted to just say being yourself is so important yes because so like any weird the weirder the better you need to showcase that weird but if you're
0: eating human flesh don't do that
1: but (laughs) for anyone listening i shrugged (laughs) um but the important part too is, you. None of us are fixed. We are not fixed in time, in who we are, in what we believe, what we think, how what we do, how we feel about like whatever. You are very much expected to change. Like you I hope, should. Yeah, I hope that you, from anything from this episode, I hope you can take that away and be like, for example. This has happened so many times where people are like, I'm a vegan, veganism is the best, this is the only way to health. And unfortunately, statistically speaking, it's not, and people don't discover that until they are already the vegan. And there are countless influencers in that regard who have started eating meat, realizing what they were lacking, realizing their bone density, their teeth, all these things were declining because of the diet they were doing but they could no, they could not tell anyone you know what i discovered this because they were afraid that people would be like no you can't do that you've been telling us something else all this time but being wrong is what life is that's the only way we grow
0: and that's great that's phenomenal because that like if somebody ever to me is like you know i was wrong about x y and z that's amazing like Good, because you grew. I mean, there are some negatives to that also. Well, no, but that's but, important, though. It's yeah. important
1: because we're all real. Like, we're all fallible people, and we should be. Like, to but we think- all
0: think that we're not, and that is such a problem because it's like, well, you said X, Y, and Z, and it's like, yeah, I read a book, and it totally changed my entire life philosophy. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to do that? Like, I think people just get too stuck in... Well, no, you were this way forever, so that's what you're supposed to be.
1: Well, yeah, and identity. Mm -hmm. This is my identity. My identity is a realtor. Is it? Like, is that who you are? Or is that who you're trying to pretend that you are? Like, not meaning that you're not a realtor or successful or anything, but is that the extent of your identity? If it is, that's okay. But more than likely, it's not. not.
0: I hope you have way more going on.
1: (laughs) But I could totally see it, you know? Because like to me, like I'm an entrepreneur. That is very binary and finite. It just so happens that it's an entrepreneur in health and wellness, in uh, design and development, in this kind of like videography stuff, helping you like just, it's all over the place, but it could be binary. So you could be identified, like your identity could be realtor. And also like board games. Well, yeah. Well, see, and that's the thing. Showcasing that. So you said... Um, there was something you said and I just wanted to touch on it on the learning new things like as you're growing the juggling that's what I wanted to come back to so you might not be into juggling or illusions or magic right now but what if in a week you're just like or after listening to this you're like that actually does sound kind of if you do
0: comment below let us know how your journey is going (laughs) or tag us in a video or something because I want to see that well
1: and this is the important part that journey Of starting is everything like you being an expert juggler is fine and you share that now if that's who you are but because you're learning something new people will relate with that people will connect to you deeper either because you're an established juggler and who knew or that it's like Oh, I tried that. Like that was fun. It's hard, right? Like you can't get past three. Somehow, four is impossible, but three is like sort of doable. And, and it's that's like-
0: how you make your community. And that was like what we talked about last week where I was learning how to sell stickers on Etsy. And I was just literally making videos as I was going. Like it was like, okay, I think this works. Let's just share it with people because then they can benefit from it or something. and yeah, people have been like, oh, this is cool. Now I can start my shop. Like you can help people, which is such a cool feeling. Yeah, people have
1: started their little side hustle because of your videos on that. And if you're watch- if you're actually watching, and listening to this, you would not think of her as an Etsy person. You wouldn't think of her as an art historian. You wouldn't think of her as what's something else that you've done. Like just a million different things that you've done an archivist. What, what are you laughing? I had
0: a dirty joke. I'm not even going to say it. But yeah, just all these different things. You wouldn't think of...
1: She's holding back. She's not She's not revealing the true her. No, I'm not. She's not... Maybe uh, one day. Following the rules.
0: Subscribe and you'll find out. <laughs> Zing.
1: <laughs> Zing. You've been zonged. <laughs> you
0: have been zonged.
1: Okay, but yeah, so change and continuing to be public, be real, be who you are is so important. Be
0: who you want to be, Barbie girl. That was an advertisement. But yes, keep being you, <laughs> keep reinventing yourself. Don't be scared to grow. Yeah, like and
1: pivot. Like pivoting yeah. is something that's so important. So real estate today, professional magician tomorrow. It doesn't matter. And this is the one thing. People are like I've I, I think I mentioned this last week. I know I mentioned it last week. But working with people, helping their build helping them build their side hustle and their businesses, there are many people, more than one handful that I've worked with many, many, many times over the years who their interests have changed, but they've never started the thing to share those interests. And it doesn't matter where you're at. Like a year and a half ago, pe- there there was a new group of people who thought of me as an NFT person. I still think NFTs... Oh, and- yeah,
0: that's something I did too. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like I still think it's very interesting, but there's people who are there who might be listening right now and hey no but they're people that we like love and adore they're awesome i was just fucking around yeah um but they might be listening or watching right now and they've followed along because we connected and it's not a top-down thing it's a we connected with the people and they're coming along on the journey even if they're not in the real estate even if they're not starting a business but they're here because they continue to support us and this is what will happen with you So you start that thing and you're like, I'm really into e-commerce. I want to talk about e-commerce websites. Like right now, that sounds weird. Not that long ago, Shopify didn't exist. Like WooCommerce was a plugin for WordPress. Like there's things that were new that you could make your name as that person. And then you're like, you know, to go back, now I'm into juggling. There's going to be a group of people who are like, I'm only here for e-commerce. Then there's a group of people who are just like, oh no shit, that's kind of fun. Like, what's he up to now? What's she up to now? Like, and there you will have your group of true fans that continue, which is some, sort of like leading into next week. Is the topic for next week? We're going to talk about building that 1,000 true fans and how that's so important and how that um, satisfies what we're talking about because we're talking about the iron law of stardom, but we don't need to reach stardom in the examples that we were talking about so we're talking about gaga that's a level that a tiny handful of people will ever reach just in our collective lifetimes you don't have to get there to be extremely successful if you can find a thousand true fans you will be set and we're going to talk about that in depth next week but was there anything else you wanted to talk about with the iron law of stardom before we get into recommendation station
0: just go do stuff stop being like I can't I don't know I'm sick of hearing that from people just like oh I don't and even like people that you've talked to (laughs) where it's just like oh yeah I will one day that drives me fucking nuts oh that's like my biggest pet peeve it's like why not just literally yeah a fucking phone like it has a camera presumably and if not then go find one like borrow your neighbors I don't know
1: you're dying we're all dying not me so what are we vampire a vampire, <laughs> you, I am the do, vampire. At the baseball game, you're Did a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're dying. I'm dying. She's dying. We're all dying. Oh. What are we waiting for? Like, why are we so concerned about what people think? What we're doing? Um, are you going to bonk me on the head? <laughs> not? Is she going to kill me right now, live on this show that's not live that you're watching later that we'll just like edit it out of
0: evidence? Oh, <laughs>
1: um, but you're dying you're gonna die one day and nothing will matter so do what you want to do and if you want to build a business if you want to build a platform if you want to build something of substance like just do it and she's smirking at me so i need to what
0: no you just keep going
1: (laughs) but just do it
0: (laughs) Nike. but yeah not a
1: sponsor so yeah you really need to just get started so before we get too much further we do have a voicemail number that we would love to have you uh, call into if you want to be on a future episode.
0: Eight six seven five. No,
1: don't call that one. <laughs> whoever has those had those numbers before hated it. Now those don't exist. Probably. We should
0: call but and find out.
1: Five three zero six two eight three six one one. That's five three zero Maven eleven. And we want you to call in and feature your voice on a on a future episode with time. Do it. Hopefully, we'll have some. uh, We'll we'll start to build our community around this show, around what we do, and then we'll start to have uh, people calling in, which is going to be really fun. But
0: yeah, and if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please please leave it on the Maven Hotline. (laughs) Uh huh.
1: (laughs) But recommendation station. What do you have today?
0: I forgot that this is part of the show, so you go first.
1: (laughs) I feel like they're always uh, collective recommendations, and as soon as I say one. Bodybuilder's name, you're gonna remember. Who? I I can't pronounce his name as well as you can. Arnold. <laughs> so we were watching the Arnold three part series on Netflix, which is very good. That it is surprisingly good. That is a recommendation in and of itself. And the beauty of his story is that he skipped the line. And we'll probably have an episode on skipping the line in the future, but He's someone who didn't start where everyone starts. He reverse engineered how to get to the top in three completely different areas. Again, we're talking about pivoting and changing and growing with time. He was the top of the food chain in Bodybuilders. He was one of two, him and Stallone, at the top of the food chain in Action Heroes as an actor. And then he got into politics and became the governor of California. The story and seeing, understanding how rich his uh, strategy and how like arguably brilliant he is and how he approaches these things was very fascinating. But our recommendation beyond that is a movie.
0: Yeah, well... I don't know if this is my recommendation. Oh, but
1: okay. Well, if you want, sure, a it can one. be because no, no, I no. don't really have anything else. But say, yeah.
0: it's Twins. We had never, or you had seen it because it was around. I probably time. saw it when
1: it first came out in '88. I think 35 years ago.
0: How old are you again? <laughs> but he saw Twins. Or we watch twins together. Yeah. (laughs) And it's Arnold Arnold. Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, and the whole premise is that they're twins separated (laughs) It is one of the funniest movies. It's so fucking dumb, but I loved it. It was so weird, so stupid, but also very funny. I was actually shocked Uh because I don't think of eighties movies as being great.
1: But it was so funny. Like we were laughing. it was just so good. It the premise like, a great premise and great execution, I feel like, is rare. And they fun. nailed it. Yes. So, if you have not seen Twins, I'd say watch the Arnold doc a little bit. Get, to feel, get the feel for him. You don't even
0: have to. You could just watch Twins. No, I know.
1: But I think you almost appreciate it even more now that I'm saying it.
0: Maybe. Well, and when he said he is exactly the character Julius. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, what the hell. Do it.
1: But, yeah, if you're interested in the document documentary side of things what was that (laughs) um then arnold and if you just want a goofy funny movie that starts and goes which we realize new movies have so much preamble so much lead in to like getting anywhere
0: but also so did the last action hero
1: no but i'm saying this movie does not though twins twins is just like boom Here's here's everything you need to know. Okay? We're a minute in. Now let's start the movie. And it was like actually fun. This is an ad for twins, a movie that's so old. that's older than you. But anyway, that's the recommendation for this week. Yep. Well, that means we need to close. <laughs> we need to wrap. And there's a serious question ahead. Why did the car... <laughs> get a flat tire
0: are you am i actually gonna get to answer this time or
1: why did the car get a flat tire
0: why did the car get a flat tire hmm let's think about this
1: logically because there was a fork in the road you don't like that one as much do you I i
0: was like huh and then i was like oh god It took me a second. It was a slow burn. Bye. Bye.